0: Now, I don't say this often. I don't say this often. Now, I don't say this often. He's going to be a wild card in the league. Welcome back to the Wild Cards Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Coleman Madlin. I'm here today, joined with my, unfortunately joined with my two co-hosts.
1: Joshua Sykes.
0: Brian Harky. Sound energetic as always. And you know what? We always talk. We always yap. Let's just get right into the news. You guys good with
1: that? Yapping. Nah, I don't be yapping. You be yapping, bro. You're
0: right. You're right. You're a yapper. You're good if we get into the news, Brandon?
2: Yeah, bro. Let's hop right into it. Let's hop in. All right. Let's
0: start it off. Josh, do you want to talk about the crazy week in college basketball?
1: Absolutely record-setting week in college basketball. Not in the best way, though, for the top 10 teams. Uh, seven out of the top 10 all lost last week uh, to unranked opponents, I might add. Uh, most of them, anyway. I don't know if all of them. Uh and then uh, Houston actually lost twice to unranked opponents, yet somehow they're still in the top five. Uh, I don't know what the AP poll is thinking, but uh, I don't agree. I, just, I don't.
2: Mm.
0: Josh, can you explain uh, it, from? I I know you don't like Tennessee. Okay, you're. I know you're a Kentucky fan. But if you had to give an explanation, um, if you were like, if your job was to back up the AP poll and the voters, why would you say Tennessee still has a case to be so high as they are?
1: Well, as high well, as they are. If I'm working for the AP poll and I gotta, if I got to talk, publicly speak for them and uh, tell people why their mistakes are correct, uh, something went wrong in my life. Uh, anyway, gotcha. Uh, Tennessee, they had some quality, they quote unquote quality losses. Q one. Uh, well, I think most of them were Q one. Yeah, let's let's see right here. They lost to number two Purdue earlier on in the year. and Then they lost to number one Kansas. And then they actually lost three in a row. They lost Purdue, Kansas, and then at North Carolina, which uh, they had a 100 balls stuck on their head at the North Carolina loss. And then they have lost to Mississippi State, which is not a good loss. I don't know how they're still in the top 10 with four losses. I mean, that's just ridiculous to me. But, you know, the way they say it is, it's a quality loss. And, I mean, it is what it is, I guess.
0: All right. Yeah, I just wanted to hear your perspective because we all know your thoughts on the University of Tennessee. Yeah, um, moving on, uh, or unless Brendan, do you have anything to say about that? I mean, a lot of teams lost. I think the last time that I'm just talking over Brendan. Sorry, the last time that this happened, I remember about a year ago there was a crazy week where like all four or five of the top five teams lost. I I remember it was about a year ago. Josh, you remember what I'm talking about? There was a lot of yeah,
1: I know, um, yeah. I I remember, but it, I don't think it's ever been this bad. Like, there's yeah, I a think, lot of parity in the league sure. right
0: now. Yep. All right. Brandon, unless you don't have anything to say, um, unless you have something to say, we can move on to the next topic.
2: No, man, I, I don't have anything to say. I I mean, um, Houston losing twice to unranked opponents is bad, but I mean, like any team, I think it's better to get it out now than to do it in March. Like I saw Rob Dillingham, when they asked him about the Texas A&M loss, he said, you know, there's still a lot of game to play. And he sure. said that it's better to learn now than when it really matters not that these uh, games that, matter
1: but uh that's not technically what he said i mean if you were a real journalist like you would you would quote him I'm directly just, i'm just to say his
2: whole thing bro he was talking right. about his
1: last second shot that uh he it rimmed out but we still tied it to go to overtime You saying i did it okay, bro
2: i saw the video
1: it's okay that shot will go in in march i just want to correct you on that because i don't want you to look stupid Lately, really we've good. been having
0: some Brandon Josh yeah, beef. You guys need to set up like a, a, a MMA or some some fight. Like you guys need He's to go at it. UFC four. What you say?
2: UFC Ford, bro.
0: Yeah, come on. We let, don't want that smoke. All right, all right, okay. Let's move on. Um. Next, we got the Arizona University of Arizona head coach Jed Fish agrees to take over for Kalen DeBoer, who uh, left Washington for Alabama for the football college football head coach. Of course, we all know Nick Saban retired. Um, Kalen DeBoer took over at that position. Um, you know, leaving the University of Washington, and both programs are struggling with with transfers right now. People are transferring before, out.
1: Before what we move on from that, uh, do you, what, what do you guys think of the what do you guys think of the hire? Do you like it? Do you, like it? Do you not like it?
0: I think it's a great hire. Um, I think DeBoer is outstanding. He moved his way up from South, um, I think it was South to Sioux Falls. It might have been. It was a school in South Dakota. Um, but yeah, they've been. Uh, he's been moving up the ranks. I, I know he, uh, it, it's been quite a big jump. I mean, going from Sioux falls or Fres- he also coached at Fresno state and the university of Sioux falls, you know, whenever there's a, a, a higher, especially at the very top, which let's be honest, Alabama is the very top. Um, uh, whenever there's a higher at that, at a level like that, there's going to be a chain reaction of, of hires, um, that, you know, trickle down to the, to the lowest depths of, of, of college football. And, and we're seeing that now. So we have Kalen DeBoer after Nick Saban is taking over for him, um, and then the Washington job needed to be filled. So again, Jed Fish, Arizona um, head coach, leaves Arizona, who was projected to have a great year. Um, I think they were projected to be. I think ESPN released an early top twenty-five. I think they were in the top fifteen, um, if I'm not mistaken, twelve around there somewhere. Um, but yeah, I, I projected to have a great year. Uh, so he leaves them. Uh, yikes! I'm you know I, I think that's a yikes. But I mean, you could do what you gotta do. He he left, and now he's at Washington. And now San Jose State coach Brent Brennan uh, leaves to be the next Arizona head coach, and now San Jose's looking for a next head coach. And it will just keep trickling down until we reach the University of Kentucky. Um, and I think that's I'm just, I'm just kidding. Um, but it, it'll just keep trickling down. And um, you know, it's it's always rough because if you're a San Jose State fan, you're just chilling out. You think you guys had a, you know, you're you're look, you guys are, you know,
1: you mean all five of them?
0: Sure, all five Is San Jose State bar? fans. The local bar you know they love watching their team and they're like oh wow look at that nick saban retired isn't that great and then the next day their 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 head coach leaves um it directly because of that or i guess you could say indirectly yeah but it, just it was when a you response. think you
1: could, yeah just when you think you can win the national title because nick saban leaves your coach leaves you for a yeah. promised land
0: i mean it's just how it is i mean there's transfer for, transfer portal for players and then there's the transfer portal for for coaches um and called oh, the coaching know. carousel there was yeah, and and there was that's that's a good term. I I, I like that term. Um, there was a big discussion over who was going to be the Alabama head coach. So going back to what you said, Josh, about the, um, do you do you think it was a good hire? I personally think it was a good hire. I think Kalen DeBoer is a great, especially offensive-minded coach. You know, Nick Saban uh, was a lot a lot of the time praised for his defensive, you know, his defensive-minded schemes. Um, and I think it'll be a nice switch up, and it will take it might take a few you know years, maybe not to get rolling. I mean, it's Alabama. Um but I think he'll do do well in the future. Uh,
1: what does Brandon think? Brandon's real quiet for real, unless you know him. Um,
2: No, I thought, I honestly, like, we made our picks. None of us got it right. I think it's a great hire. I didn't, you know, I didn't know if his great coaching career until I saw, like, the ESPN thing, like, of his stats. I think, it's, I'm, don't quote me word for word, Josh, but I'm pretty sure it's, like, 100 and something to 12 losses, like, wins-to-loss ratio. Yeah. Which I didn't know he had that dog, you know, and I mean, you know, yeah, with. But... Go ahead, I'm sorry. Uh, no, I was just can't say like with you know Alabama being Alabama, like people will want to play at Alabama. Although they are having, like multiple, good five-star, four-star people entering the transfer portal. I think, Proctor left. Hill downs, Caleb Downs, down down. number one, yeah.
0: number one available. But yeah,
1: you know where he, you know where he's going, right? Georgia, Kentucky. I'm afraid he's going to
0: Georgia, Ohio State. You can lock it uh, no, He's probably going to
1: go to Georgia. He's from Georgia. Yeah,
0: it's over. I but, saw a video of him with Kirby Smart after the, I think it was the SEC championship. And Kirby Smart, after the game, he, he directly went over to him, patted on the back. Yeah. And they like said, so I saw that clip. I'm like, yeah, it's, well, it's over, guys. I mean, Come on. You
1: got to see, you got to say though, like these coaches, they gain a like, real relationship with some of these recruits and they don't get them. So it's like, is yeah. it that or is it like he's trying to recruit him because he knew Saban was about to go?
0: Do you think he knew? Uh, do you guys think? Do you think nah. Kirby Smart knew?
1: I don't think he did. I don't I mean, think he did it, either. It was inevitable, though. In the next five years, he's gone anyway. So he might as well start the work now, you know?
0: Yeah, he, he knew. I mean, I'm sure he knew it was coming, but like, I doubt he's worried about that. He's probably more worried about his team. Uh, and, you know, he, he pretty much has the SEC. It's it's pretty open right now. There, he, doesn't
1: even, he doesn't even have the SEC East, let's be honest.
0: Who, who else? Would, who else is in the SEC? He's in the SEC. So All right, now we're just a joke <laughs> of a podcast. <laughs> Damn, I no, was just interesting laugh. That was that laugh, dude. You sound like a witch.
1: No, but I <laughs> I do I, I kind of like the hire, but also I don't because like like you said, he's more offensive minded, and I think it takes more of a defensive minded coach to be successful, especially in like the SEC. Uh, I know I say a lot about the SEC just because we live in the south and I uh, enjoy watching them, but like. I think defense wins you the SEC. While, I mean, let's look back at, like, Nick Saban's years. Uh, He won games with A.J. McCarron and not great quarterback play. He ran the ball down people's throats and scored field goals. That's pretty much what he did. I mean, I remember watching the Alabama-Auburn Iron Bowl one year. It was like 6-9 to was the final score. I mean, and they won the national championship that year, I'm pretty sure. My point is, it's just like... I think you have to have stellar defense, which I get Alabama's going to have that because they're Alabama and they're going to get the recruits. But how well can Washington recruit, really, because, I mean, not Washington, I'm sorry. How how good can DeBoer recruit? Let's look at his Washington years. He wasn't recruiting that well. Now, was it because it's Washington or is it because he's not a great recruiter? Well, time will tell, I'm sure. Yep. But, I mean, he was one of the best in the Pac-12, so I don't know how recruits aren't going to be like, especially on the West Coast, I'm going to be like I want to play for the one of the better programs in the Pac-12. Now, I don't well, time will tell about that, but I'm just saying like I don't know if his coaching style while yes it'd be fun to watch for a few years, will it win him games in the SEC when it comes down to it? I don't know. I don't think so.
0: Oh, you don't think so? Okay. All right. Well, probably enough about Kalen DeBoer and the the coaching carousel. I guess we should move on. Um Pascal Siakam was traded this morning, breaking news. Um, This is Wednesday, the January 17th. He was traded to the Pacers for a bag of chips, uh, a rotten sandwich, and uh, a a can of tuna. And by that, I mean Bruce Brown Jr., Jordan Aurora, Kira Lewis Jr. Um, But then you have the the, the diamond in the rough. You have three first-round picks. And these first-round picks vary from pretty bad to pretty good. Um, So those first-round picks, uh, let's break them down. So the Raptors um, receive... Three first-round picks and the players I mentioned. Bruce Brown Jr. That's a, or, sorry, Bruce Brown. That's a pretty good pick, um, or pickup. Uh, you know he's the, on the Nuggets championship team uh, last year. Uh, elected not to resign. Um, uh, but yeah. So the picks are as follows. The 2024 first-round pick is the lesser of the picks from the Jazz, Clippers, Rockets, and Thunder. Uh, likely, the projection is probably going to be the Rockets. Those are all teams that are like around 500. So it's not like the best pick. Um, but I, maybe the Raptors are betting on um, one of those teams falling out of the you know competition later in the season um the next pick or sorry the the next yeah the next pick is another 2024 first round and that's directly from the pacers who are looking pretty good in the east that's probably going to be a bottom 12 bottom 10 pick um and then the last pick is a 2026 first round pick also via the pacers but this one's protected one through four um so we have to keep that in mind uh, the pelicans were also involved in the trade they got cash considerations. And along with Pascal Siakam, the Pacers also got a 2024 second round pick, another bag of chips, but that was from the Pelicans. So that's how the Pelicans were involved. Do you guys have any thoughts about this? Do you guys think that um, this is a good trade? I mean, three first round picks is a lot of players uh, or sorry. Yeah, a lot of value. And also they also get you know, some pretty good role players and and young players and, and um, the role player being Bruce Brown Jr. and then the young, younger players I mentioned. What do you guys think?
2: Um, I think this was a great trade for the Raptors. I think with their young three of Scotty Barnes, Emmanuel Clickley and RJ Barrett, um, you know, they're only going to, I guess, mesh together better now that Pascal Siakam's not going to be taking the ball. It's going to you know, create that chemistry. And for the Pacers, I think this is good. Um, I believe they are the fifth seed in the East. Maybe, I think they're the sixth seed in the East right now. And, um, Tyrese Halliburton is hurt. He comes back, I believe, in a week or two. And um, I definitely think this strengthens their case to be a top dog in the East, but the East is very stacked with the Celtics, Bucks, and Sixers. So, I don't know. I'd like this trade for both teams, but if I had to pick one team to win the trade, I'd have to go with the Raptors because three first-round picks for one player is kind of crazy. What about you, Josh?
1: Yeah, I I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Raptors definitely won the trade for me. Uh, I don't even think it's that close either just because like, well, I guess they kind of both won in a sense, but at the same time, it's like, I don't think Pascal's a top player like he used to be. I think he, he reminds me of a lot of Kawhi, like defensive lockdown. I disagree. Can't stay healthy and is not that he's not as good as Kawhi, but I'm his comp would be Kawhi. Uh, I
0: completely disagree. How's that? I think Pascal, I think they're doubling down on offense here. I think the Pacers are completely doubling down on offense. I mean, name name a, a good like a locked. I mean, they have no defense. The Pacers. I think they're doubling Bruce down Brown on offense. Brown a good defender. He's a good defender, sure, but I mean, he's going Pascal's to the, not the he's going to the he's going to the Raptors. To play, Bruce though. Brown isn't going to the Pacers.
1: I know that, but I'm saying they had Bruce Brown.
0: Sure, they had him. I, I just yeah. don't think
1: I, I, I just, think Pascal is a better defender though. He's I built I think to defend.
0: Sure, I think he has that potential, but I I think they mostly did it for offense.
1: I don't think he's that great of an offensive threat. If That's why they did it. They definitely lost the trade.
0: I, that's why I think they did it. That—that's what I've been. I, I, that's what I see. I—I I, I was looking at interviews of their of their. It was either their GM or their coach or someone, and and I think he, they're going for this offensive this offensive minded machine. And I, I don't know. I just don't see it. So I, I, yeah, I, I definitely both, don't like it. Then, yeah. Um. I, yeah. I mean, I, defense wins championships at all levels in all sports.
1: Yeah, and I I think. Uh, especially with Quickly and then I don't know if RJ RJ's been playing good since he got traded there very he went good back home to Canada yeah uh, and then of course Scotty Barnes FSU and then fantasy uh, is he special I mean yeah What a, and then um, they'll have those three picks which one of them can be really good and you get two role players out of the other two I think it's a great and then Pasco's getting older I mean he's just a waste of contract I feel like on the Raptors so. I'll see
0: again he's like Almost thirty, right? I think
1: he is thirty. Is he thirty-one? I believe he is thirty-three.
2: Thirty-three.
0: Twenty-nine. He's twenty-nine.
2: I say
1: so. He, he's
0: like he's like halfway through his career,
1: probably a little bit. Maybe. Uh, probably more than that. He, he don't now, play. I, don't. I I haven't watched him play this year, but I remember watching him last year. He just looks slow. But I may just because he's on the freaking rafters. so I don't know. Uh, what
0: I was Hopefully. trying to say about the the. The pay i think they're going for the playmaking i mean they already i mean at the beginning of the season they were scoring really well just the team um it, it, i mean there's varying things about i mean some people think that his his but this year i think his his offense is what uh indiana's look or sorry yeah what indiana is looking for um which is just unfortunate i don't know i don't think that's the right direction to go for especially in today's nba when pretty much anyone that you get besides Ozor thompson can score so that's what I'll, that's what I have to say <laughs> about that.
1: Uh, I will say though, I, I, uh, I just watched Calipari get his 400th win at Kentucky. Don't put that out there.
2: Congratulations.
1: Yeah. We do oh, not care.
2: Okay. All right. So we'll move on from the Seahawks trade and we'll start talking about the NFL. Um, you know, so there's, I believe still seven teams with head coaching positions opened. Um, but the Falcons have interviewed Jim Harbaugh and Bill Belichick for their coaching position. Jim Harbaugh has also been interviewed by the Chargers and the Raiders, I believe. And I think Antonio Pierce, the Raiders' interman head coach, was interviewed by the Titans. So that could be Josh's guy. But um, to me— I'm not a Titans fan. uh, My fault. You're Will Levis fan. Yeah. I said this before with, like, the seven teams available. I definitely think the Falcons are one of the top two teams that I would want to go to if I was a head coach. Sure. And, um, you know, because they just have so many great young pieces. And uh, I really believe Arthur Smith was holding back their, their players as much as, as, like, it's not even – it doesn't even pay me to say it. He's just, like, I don't know how you hold back, like, your star players like that. Um, Jim Harbaugh coming – Dude, he was me. trying to
1: win parlays. We don't know what his record was on parlays. Yeah, everybody was
2: against the spread when he was betting against his own team. With Calvin yeah, like, Ridley. Under,
1: under on the carries with Bijan and under on the receiving yards for uh, Kyle Pitts every game.
0: I mean, dude, that'd be so easy to make money if you were a coach. And I wouldn't even put it past Arthur <laughs> Smith. I don't even know him, but he just looks like the type of guy to do that. Is that, dude, is that what, mean?
1: Honestly, what you do is you put your whole contract on one. And then, like, you know you're going to get it. And then you just keep stacking them. So, like, next week you do the same thing.
0: That's so messed up. I, it, but, like... I, I'm you sure people... set for life. Yeah, you would be. Um, okay. Anyway.
2: anyway. Yeah. Falcons. Track. They they interviewed Jim Harbaugh. Um, just un- just came off an undefeated season, winning the national championship with Michigan. Um, like most of Michigan's players, Harbaugh is leaving. So they say. Um, it's not confirmed. You know, because obviously hasn't decided on a team yet. But I think you know, his, like his brother said, Jim Harbaugh is um, he's a team builder. So, I mean, his first couple years at the 49ers, I think they went like 11, and I don't know, I'm not good at math. 11 wins, and then they had 10 wins. Because, like, obviously, they changed how many games they play on the schedules back then. Oh, I thought you were talking about overall overall record. No, I just don't know. But yeah, I know what you mean. Bill Belichick, the GOAT, six Super Bowls. You know, some say he's not the same without Brady. It does prove it, but I still think he's pretty good coach. So, I think the Falcons are interviewing two great coaches right now. But what about you, Josh? What do you think about these interviews?
1: Uh, You know, I would hate to see Bill go to Atlanta just because, I don't know, I don't think it just fits – I don't think it fits him. But at the same time, it's like um, – I know, we'll get into it later. I thought the Cowboys' job would come available, and I thought that would be like a perfect fit, him and Jerry Jones. That would be so hated, perfect. Most hated owner with the most hated coach. and Yeah. You know, I mean, they, they already have a great defense. Bill Belichick known for his defense. Could you imagine Bill <laughs> Belichick defense with Michael? Did you Prince say his... great
2: defense?
1: I didn't know his well, defense well, gave 48 well, well, points in the wild All comment. right, hold on, chill out. They do not have Trayvon Diggs. They haven't named him all year. I get that. But I'm saying, like, they have some great pieces like Micah Parsons. Could you imagine what Joe Belichick could do with Micah Parsons? Absolutely astonished. Uh, I'd have to get rid of uh, sleepyhead Dak Prescott, you know. He was, the night before the game, he had his sleep number set on a wrong setting. (laughs) So, like, he's, I think it was too soft. So he woke up and he was still kind of asleep. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, he just threw the pick Without even realizing it And kind of woke him up In the second half But uh,
0: I know know. I know uh, mid, at halftime He went in there He's like man I wish I could just go home already And sleep in my nice Brand new sleep number bed 2024 New
1: options Yeah it's- they're gonna come out with, They're coming out with a new commercial And they're gonna show him Like sleeping through half Of the game <laughs> Because he was slept so well That's what That's, that's the next iteration Of yeah.
0: commercials for him Have such a great night's sleep That you sleep through The next day too that's what exactly. He did
1: That's exactly
0: right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I go. like that. That was that. Was, Josh, you should consider stand up. Go. That was that was funny. That was a funny. Uh, what's it called? But I, I do agree with you. I think if Mike McCarthy, uh, were to have left, which we'll talk about next, that um, you know he may may or may not be returning. Stay tuned. Uh, but I think that would have been a good fit. Uh, a good fit. I you know most hated, probably everywhere. I mean that would go from America's team to America's team that no one likes, which they already oh, are. I-
1: like, kind of would root for him just cuz i want to see him like, be
0: the villain.
2: What? Yeah, but like you can't, you can't... Be praying on their downfall, bro. But yeah, we will, let's just go
0: right into it then. Um Mike McCarthy, we can just add it into the conversation. Maybe continue the the Falcons and Bill Belichick, Jim Harbaugh um stuff as well. But Mike McCarthy, according to Adam Schefter, has um you know, told everyone that he will be returning. Or I guess it wasn't really his decision. <laughs> let's be real. Um that he's going to be returning for the 2024 season to everyone's joy except for Cowboys fans. Um Here, yeah. I okay, mean the really?
2: Cowboys are not making a head coaching change and Mike McCarthy is set to return for the twenty twenty four season.
0: Yeah. Overall, I mean, I do I think he's a bad coach? No, I don't
1: think he's a bad I don't think
2: he's a bad coach. I, mean, I, think, I don't think one game defines you. I think well but not they're, game
1: they're their I'm first not just game going off one game though. I'm going off his time in uh Green Bay as well. A Super Bowl champion? Yeah. He won one because baseball, he had the baseball, second greatest Aaron quarterback of all time.
2: Was, off the zooty in the nfc championship
1: game dude that's when he's his best dude he is off the zooty (laughs) all the time that's why he tore his achilles and didn't even feel it bro he got up that is true he he's
0: gotten over that pretty fast even though it was there was reports that maybe said he was going faster than he really was
2: just fake it bro because they got it in their contract guarantee money all right all right all right
0: all right let's talk
2: let's
1: talk. i would do it
0: let's talk about um the Falcons again. I, I agree with what you said, Brandon. Like wholeheartedly, I think that the Falcons is the best open open head coaching position. Um, they have a bunch of young players. Uh, they have a. I, I'm pretty sure their 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 draft stock isn't looking too bad, and also, uh, I don't think their money's looking too bad. I think they're a pretty good. I don't. I wouldn't say this like. I mean, I wasn't alive 40 years ago or 30 years ago, but I think Atlanta is now a very good um, market market draft or sorry free agency location especially considering how many high school prospects are coming out of georgia and how many you know outstanding players are from georgia i mean d- let's be in, in in 15 years probably like five years in five years like half the half the defense in the in the nation or half the players in the nfl are going to be from uh the university of georgia um and of course i'm just joking but that's what it seems like with the talent they've been putting into the league um but yeah so i think that's a good trade location it's not like it's What's a, what's a bad trade location um, in the NFL? There really isn't one. Uh, Minnesota, I feel like uh, Minnesota I think
2: Commanders. I Minnesota think commanders. commanders. I'd say Carolina.
0: Uh, Carolina's pretty Carolina. bad. Carolina,
1: yeah. And then uh,
2: if, if we're if we're talking like off like team base, Carolina's bad. But like to like live, I don't think Carolina's that bad. But like I think, I think it, it is. Carolina would be I'm the greatest like well, team. I would like to live there, to but live, I'm saying.
0: But what, do would you think, think those that. players? Do you think the players want to live there? They want to live somewhere where there's like a lot going on. Uh, but what do what I do? I'm not a player.
2: Detroit? Detroit's like not even like that
0: bad. Wow. Detroit's
1: improved a lot. Poverty, dude.
0: Yeah, but I don't. I, there's still like things to do, so I don't think it's as bad as like
1: what? Not a whole lot.
0: That's just not in Detroit, but um.
1: I know it's in, Where's that? Chicago. Chicago. Yeah.
0: Okay. All
2: Let's right. Move on <laughs> to the NFL divisional rounds, if we can. Um. So. As y'all know, the Packers upset the Cowboys like we talked about, but the Browns whooped the – or the Texans whooped the Browns by a lot. Yep. Um, Chiefs did their job against the Dolphins. Lions had a scary one against the Rams. Um, Bills obviously beat the Steelers. I mean, game of the – easiest game to choose right there. And the Bucks, um killed the Eagles season. Eagles have multiple issues – Wow, Jason yeah. Kelsey's retiring. Lane Johnson's Uh-oh. probably gone. Actually, he walked, fans, he walked that.
1: He walked that back. Jason Kelly Kelsey said he shouldn't have made that decision when he was so emotional, and he said he'd give it more proper time. So he may walk it back and play he'd, another year. He
0: might, but it, you're not going to get the same Jason Kelsey most likely. The anyway, Kelsey
1: brothers, the Kelsey brothers, right now they just be dragging stuff out for real. They do
0: be. There. They're they're. I mean, trying to get
1: some. Their family's see.
0: pretty pretty in the news a lot, which is like good for them. Like it's
1: cool that they have a podcast and all. Like it's not as good as this podcast, but like guess they're Correct. famous. But yeah. Uh, and then one's adding, uh, uh, some type of singer, and then uh, Jason yeah. Kelsey. I don't even know why Jason Kelsey's famous. Like I get it. I like him better than Travis, but like, why that dude famous for real? My He's mom a loves singer him. In the NFL. My mom loves. I,
0: almost, Jason Kelsey. I
1: think you're right. I mean,
0: I don't
1: know. Yeah, but your mom also loves you, so that doesn't say much. All
0: right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, but uh, out of those, um. I just want to ask you guys a little trivia or a little prediction. I don't know what you'd call it Mm, out of the four out of the four divisional games that are happening this next week uh, on Saturday and Sunday. What game do you think has the highest uh, or the the highest price of the lowest ticket available all the Texans Ravens Packers at Niners Bucks at Lions or Chiefs at Bills Uh, Josh one one team. Just give it or one game. Give it to me. No, no analysis. Just just guess
1: uh i'm gonna go with the bills because it's cold wrong okay
0: brandon go
2: so i'm guessing which ticket is the most expensive
0: yep Uh, the cheapest ticket
2: oh wait oh uh, no
0: guess what what ticket is the most like the what what cheapest ticket is the most expensive so i'm saying like what's the most expensive game to go to like the cheapest ticket is oh i was
1: oh i was thinking the other way around i thought you're talking about like the cheapest ticket so like the cheapest to get
2: in i kind of oh, yeah I, I worded that
1: poorly but yeah that
2: is a that is a crazy it's like seven hundred dollars well right now on espn
0: i'm just looking at the i was just looking at the divisional round score like the, the preview um so the texans ravens 95 dollars. packers niners 183 pretty decent uh chiefs bills is 145 and then bucks at lions tickets as low as 496 dollars
1: did you guys see where the reporter asked Todd Balls if they were ready for oh, the yeah. weather and they play in a dome like and he yeah. he looked at her, He looked at her like he was like so dumb it was hilarious.
0: Well, he he did respond politely. I I mean and maybe you could like I mean maybe she was talking about just like being there but I don't yeah I don't I don't really see how that could affect the play especially yeah. being in a dome. I don't know. She did answer his
2: question. She was like, "Well, you know, we do get off the bus. It, it will probably be out there for maybe 20 seconds so um" You know, I think the players are just going to have to tough it out.
0: For those 20 seconds. No, but yeah, yeah. overall, pretty poor question. But, you know, if those things happen, it'll probably be added to a compilation. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I know we'll talk about it in a second. Or I mean, you guys, do you just want to get into our picks of the, of the week now? Or do you guys want to recap the, the wild well, let, card game? Let me
2: ask you this question. Um, okay. So I want you, both of y'all, to give me one rookie on either of these games that stood out. No repeats. So Josh you can go. I gotta go first.
0: Oh my god.
1: It was obviously CJ Stroud. That wasn't yeah, he was yeah. like a, are we
2: like, being I knew that too, Josh was gonna pick, bro. He's got a he's got a weak mind. I know you can find me a good one. Okay. Um but go ahead, Josh. Just I mean CJ Stroud is a great pick. I believe he's you know front one yeah, offensive rookie of the year. So just tell us what did he do that impressed you, Josh?
1: I, I mean in did playoff game. First of all, he was very poised especially against the Browns' uh, uh, defensive rush with Miles Garrett. Do you think you could throw a ball with Miles Garrett running at you? No, you cannot. Um, Let me answer that question well, real quick for you. I could throw it. It's not no, going anywhere. No, I don't think you would it's even throw it. It's not my
2: target, you, but I'm throwing I think that.
1: you would just piss down your leg, you know, and be like get scared. Get anyway, he threw three touchdowns, no interceptions, had a great QBR, uh, was very poised in the pocket. I mean, did something for the Texans that they haven't done in a while. Uh, so, I mean, he's just gonna be the savior of that city. I feel like. Okay, Coleman. Who do you think had a good performance?
0: I, I was gonna pick. Uh, I was gonna pick Will Anderson from the also from the Texans, but I don't think he had like a. I, oh, I think he had an impactful. Shit. I think he had a very impactful sack, um, but he only had three tackles. So I don't know if I'd, I'd say that he had the. Yeah, they
2: don't really show like a uh, pressure rate and all that stuff.
0: Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot that didn't go. Uh, I don't have that stat ahead on like the from the next gen stats on that the pro football focus, um, but I will say that Puka Nakua had a great game against mm, the Lions. Um, so that's my, probably my pick, even though those are pretty normie picks. I'm sh- I'm sure there was a rookie that um, that did pretty well. Shout out to Blake Cashman on the on the Houston's defense. Um, I've been noticing. I think he was on the Jets a while. Um, he did go to Minnesota, uh, and you know he, he's 27, so he's he's fairly no, into he's his not career. A rookie then. He's not a rookie. I, mean, I just said shout out, um, but shout yeah, out. but he's been playing pretty well on the on on Houston, um, especially these past few games, um, especially right, man, that last game. Pick?
2: Um, my pick is, I I think I have two, but I'll just go with the Chiefs, Rashid Rice. I mean, coming, you know, okay, I'll go with the Chiefs, Rashid Rice. I mean, he had 130 yards, eight catches. I mean, it's in the cold, and I mean, he finally is proving himself. And gaining Patrick Mahomes' trust. Because, I mean, that team really does not have a true wide receiver except for Travis Kelsey, and he doesn't even play that position. So, I okay. mean, I think this is this is good for the Chiefs to find their young star. And um, Romeo Dobbs also had a good game, but I'm not 100% confident if he's rookie or not, but I'm pretty sure he is. But, I mean, the Cowboys just had a terrible game. So. But those would be my two picks. No, he was drafted 2022. See, good thing I didn't say him. Yeah, so Rasheed Rice was my pick. Um, he had a great game. I was gonna say Poconakua, but Coleman took it. Cause I mean, I was watching That's this a normie guy pick by me. Was like, I was like, damn, this guy's just cooking our defense. Yeah. Everywhere I looked, it was Poconakua. Poconakua. Oh, Cooper Cup. Oh, drop. Poconakua.
0: Yep. 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 All right. What about what about you, Josh?
2: I already said my pick. Oh right, my fault. Josh went with the CJ drop. the casual pick.
1: Pretty casual. Um all right. uh, hey, I'll be a casual if that's the best that was the best pick out of yeah, all. Yeah, that's of you. that's
0: what I picked too. I mean he had an outstanding game. I I said this uh during the, the game to some of my roommates or the people I was watching with. I think he's uh better than Jalen Hurts.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't think Jalen Hurts is that good. I, 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 I don't think that. I don't think Jalen Hurts is top eight or ten.
0: He's getting that kind of money though, which makes me pretty up, not upset because I, I like to see the Eagles lose, but Um, just, just curious, but yeah, that's, that's what I comment I made. I thought I'd bring up. All right. Um, do you guys want to move on to our picks last week and and how we did and, um, for the games and then maybe pick some more games? Yeah, sure, man. All right. I'll
2: go over our picks from last week and then one of y'all can go over our picks for this week. All right. Sure. Okay. So our first game, we had Friday magic at heat, heat one on Saturday. As y'all know, these were the NFL games. Texans beat the Browns and the chiefs beat the dolphins. Um, the Packers and the Cowboys. We all chose the Cowboys. That was an L by us. Didn't see that coming. Um, oh,
1: you missed Rams, You missed your pick with the Browns.
2: I know. I I was I was gonna go over like our final total, but Josh is right. I did get the Browns wrong. I did think they were gonna win. Um, Rams at Lions. We all chose the Lions. It was pretty close. Bucks at Eagles. We all chose the Bucks. Steelers and Bills. We all chose the Bills. Then going on to Tuesday, our NBA games. We had Nuggets at 76ers. Josh and Coleman got this one wrong going with the Nuggets. Although it was a close game, um, I just knew the 76ers would pull it out because Joel Embiid has been on a tear. I think it's like, I'm going to say he has like the most, maybe past Wilt for the most games with 30 plus and 10 rebounds. Could be wrong. It's a crazy stat like that.
0: I think something um, like that, then yeah. We,
2: then we had Thunder at Clippers. We all chose the Thunder. Um, we didn't know Paul George was going to be that guy in the fourth quarter. I mean, hats off to him, man. He's really sh- he's really turning around after his injury prone career. And then today we had Creighton at UConn, and UConn defeated Creighton. Josh went with Creighton because
1: UConn's big man was missing. But hey, I want to I do want to say though I got wrong in I got wrong information. It, the big man did play today, uh, mm. and I would have picked UConn, but. That's my bad. He said he was out four to six weeks, and he got the injury in late December, like the last week of December. So I figured he wouldn't play in early January, but hell if I know. You know, he's just the built different. Kids, this kid, for those kids listening, this just teaches you not to use Wikipedia as your main source. No, I use ESPN. ESPN's wrong. You need to listen to Wild Cards podcast. We'll get You're right. more information. Now
0: that's correct. That's correct. Um, yeah, so,
1: so so our
2: total Josh went starting off this new season that we have Josh went six and four, and me and Coleman both went seven and three.
1: Yeah, so, I'm falling behind. I mean, you can't win them all. I mean, I can't win them all, man. I had a great last season. You know, I'm having like a what is that when they have a Super Bowl? Like when you go to the Super Bowl, good, it's like, yeah, it's, a, the, it's
0: it's the it's the it's like what the, the, the Rams had the Bengals. I think the,
1: it's my super Bowl hangover.
0: Yeah, you have the hangover after the uh, yeah, yeah. um. It is what All it is. Right. Yeah. So again, we're just doing 10 games each, uh, each week and we're probably going to do 10 weeks. So hundred total games. And that will mean we don't have to calculate anything when we're done. We can just take the number of games we won and you know, that's our percent that we want. That'd be pretty nice. You know, we don't have to use any math because, uh, um, but yeah, so week two, um, well, I'll just start off, I guess on Friday. Uh, we, again, we have 10 more games, uh, games on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Um, and one more on Wednesday. So yeah, on Friday we have nuggets at Pelicans. Um, or sorry. Nuggets at Celtics. I read the wrong line. Um and we all have the Celtics. Uh next game on Friday we have the Suns at the Pelicans. Uh Josh has the Suns. I don't think there's any bias involved in that, right Josh?
1: No, I mean just Devin Booker is the best player of all time. Go ahead, move on.
0: Yep. Oh, sorry about that. My my watch was
2: going off about the I don't the even think he's the best Suns player of all time.
1: He definitely is, bro.
2: Steve Nash, Charles Barkley, Shaquille O'Neal. Players for the, the Suns?
1: Yeah. Well, no, I would say, like, obviously, Shaq's better all time, but, like, he, not on the Suns. Like, he's the best Suns franchise player they've had. Like, for the Suns. I entirely. disagree. Uh, we can get into the debate later. Sure. I'm just saying, none sure. of them yeah. have scored 71, so let's just put it that way. I, but, I
0: don't think scoring 71 uh, against a uh, poverty team matters. He shot, like, 80 shots. All right. um, Yeah, so we Josh is the Suns, and Brandon and I both have the Pelicans, who will probably win that game. And now they probably just lost. Um, Saturday we but got the Texans.
1: Not for us.
0: okay, good Dude, thank you thank
1: you is gonna drop fifty that game Just let y'all know for. Real.
0: All right, we'll see Saturday, uh, we have Texans at Ravens. This is uh the first um or the first slate divisional of game. NFL divisional games. and we all have the Ravens beating the Texans I want the Texans to win. I always want to put that out there. I want them to win.
1: Yeah, I want Lamar to lose. I mean, I don't want anybody from Louisville to prosper.
0: That's fair um all right and then the second game on saturday nfl game divisional again packers at 49ers we all have the 49ers except for brennan who has the packers what an Um, idiot why do you have the packers
2: um i have the packers solely because well i have two things to say one i'm ruining my bracket that i made but the bracket was already ruined because the browns lost so i'm not going 100 on that and um you know i'm just i'm just gonna say it i'm hopping on the bandwagon i mean jordan love looked outstanding i know matt LaFour. He hates Kyle Shanahan. I mean, I know, like, they coach together, but I would assume there's, like, a grudge, you know? It'd be like Don't if assume. I am coaching against Josh, you know, like, I'd be scheming. Yeah, there'd be, be scheming. Yeah, because my blood. team would obviously be better, and you'd have to scheme Yeah, I'd be the 7th seed, dude. Yeah, I get it. Anyway. Okay, um, that's, you kind of walked into that one, Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you have I'm a worse squad. <laughs> <laughs> Just shut up. <laughs> yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I've been on the bandwagon, like I said, and... um. If the Packers do happen to beat the 49ers, then if the Lions or the Bucks, either of those teams get to host. So it gives the Lions, like, another chance to host the NFC Championship. Um, That's why I'm going for it. And, um, I, I, it, I'm I, honestly, I'm, no, I'm not going <laughs> to jinx it. Because I want to say that, like, you know, it's obviously better if the Packers win, easier game for the Lions. But I'm not... I'm I'm a fair believer in jinxing and karma. So. The Lions
1: not going to get there, so it doesn't matter. I'm not going
2: to say anything. I'm knocking on wood. Oh. Well, that moves
0: us to our next pick. On Saturday, the Bucs at the Lions. Josh, why do you have the Bucks? Er, Brandon and I both have the Lions.
1: Well, I mean, let's just look. Uh, Baker Mayfield absolutely destroyed the Eagles. Um, our defense shut him down as well. Uh, Baker Mayfield also this week will probably be practicing with Zins in his pocket like he did last week. Uh, you just can't. You can't go against the goat Baker Mayfield, second best, bucks quarterback of all time. Uh, shout out Tom Brady. Where's Jameis um, Winston? Yeah. What about Jameis Winston? He's bro? third. He's third on the list. Okay, like, okay. Okay. He didn't fake Neil at the one for us, so it, he didn't really count. He had like a thirty for thirty season too. Okay. Anyway, uh, and did you guys see Baker Mayfield when he exited the tunnel? He had a, he had one of them smelling salts, and he I did it see that. Yeah. Dude, you can't bet against a guy that just. He, he didn't even flinch war. either. He didn't flinch. No, nah, he wanted that, bro. He took that to the dome.
0: Oh, you gotta admit, he's he's playing he's playing really well. Um he's and they definitely have back. a chance. They definitely have it's, a chance.
1: It's Oklahoma Baker Mayfield right now.
0: Yeah. All right. Chiefs at Bills. Um, I'm the only one that has the Chiefs, really? I guess Josh and Brandon are, are on the Bills trade. I have the Chiefs just because I feel like the NFL will rig it so that, you know, the Mahomes can have his moment. Uh no, no, more I, I, like I do.
1: Taylor Swift can have her moment.
0: Sure. Um, I think that the, the Chiefs are not a better team, but I think Mahomes is so good. I I, oh I, I think I think Mahomes is... Let me is... chime
2: in here. Let me chime in. Um, Coleman's right. Mahomes is good. But this it's is Patrick Mahomes' first road playoff game because the Super Bowls are considered neutral sides. Sure. So. Yep. It's his first ever. I mean, and, it, I mean, the Bills, I mean, they're just like me and me and josh probably know this the bills are good it's gonna be cold weather they're not I mean the chiefs are playing and used to playing in cold weather but i just think you know if they have another it's
1: different up north they have though. another
2: overtime situation you was know was it not bills colder gonna,
0: was it not colder at the chiefs dolphins game than at the bills no, I'm, I'm, I'm
2: saying it i'm saying like the. Chiefs i feel are like the cold, cold is different though
0: but it's a different, different type cold. of cold it's a different flavor
2: i just think yeah. the bills mafia is really going to show out bro
0: they probably will, but I think that the Helms is that good, and he has the plot armor. And I think that he's—they're going to nah, win.
1: They're going think... to throw snowballs at him like they did. Dude, I've last week.
2: Okay. the Bills' head coach. It's so easy to stop the Chiefs, bro. Oh, he—he—he
0: so, he, he gave you the method.
2: You, you double team their best receiver, Travis Kelsey. Jesus, Jesus. he's going to have to throw to Kadarius Tony, and we already know he's not going to catch the ball. Next, anyway, up,
0: on Sunday we have the Pacers at the Suns. Another Suns game. Uh, and we all have the Suns. Not much to be said about there. We don't think ma- maybe Siakam's going to play for that game. I don't know how fast. you. Yeah, would I do, just right? didn't
2: think Siakam would play. And I didn't think Halliburton would play. So Josh's Suns let me down. Yeah. I hear but I say this. I'm never choosing the Suns ever again if they all lose right, this
0: you game. Heard her, you heard it her here first. Uh, then we have another great game on Monday. Celtics at the Mavericks. Um, I'm the only one that has the Celtics. Uh, I, I think the Celtics are well, they're, they're the better team. Um, they yeah. still haven't lost at home. Uh, I know this is not a home game. It's at it's at the maps. Um, I, I just feel like
1: great stat, yeah. <laughs> it's really relevant to the game.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, but you know, I, I just feel like uh, the Celtics will forget they're on the road and, and think it's at home. No, I'm kidding. I, I think the Celtics are a better team, uh, and if they have everyone, I do too.
1: Uh,
0: and I, but I, I don't know. I don't. I'm just betting on the fact that Kyrie and Luca uh, and Tim Hardaway Jr., um, who's been great off the bench, uh, won't. Have a great game. That's what my prediction. I stand by it. Tuesday we have number five Houston. This is a college basketball game at number twenty BYU, um, and we all have Houston. Of course, they lost twice um, to uh, Big Twelve opponents. Which, by the way, shout out to the Big they lost Twelve the, last they lost
2: week. Iowa State, who BYU killed. So
0: sure, yes, but we both have, uh, uh, we'll all have Houston. I just want to say, last or maybe it was two pockets ago. At this point, <laughs> I said with the Big East. Was the best conference in college basketball, and while I think that's true for maybe the postseason, what I do I think they're more built for postseason, which is like it doesn't really say anything about the it, it just the teams by themselves just are luckily better in the postseason, uh, not just random chance. But I do think that the Big Twelve, uh, well, they have the most teams I think right now in the AP pool, like ten or twelve or something ridiculous, and um, but the, they're 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 really regular season uh, dominant. Um, so I just want to point that out: Big Twelve basketball. Still on the map, still going strong, um, with all the changes. You know, Texas doesn't really matter. Oklahoma doesn't really matter. Um, yeah. So mean, yeah, they're there's both that...
1: top twenty-five teams. You idiot.
0: Yeah, they're not good though. I don't think they. I don't think they.
1: Oklahoma's a top ten team.
0: I don't think they're that good. That, that's
1: anyway, guys. Let's that's my take. Happen. Our right. last.
2: Our last game, we have thirteen Auburn at Alabama. We all went with Auburn. Um, not
1: much to say there. I think Auburn's the second best SEC team. You think they're like better they may- than Tennessee? No, no, he's right. He I right. Think- Behind
2: Texas A&M. Behind Texas no,
1: A&M. I actually, okay. <laughs> I, I, actually, I actually do think right now, like right now, this second, Auburn is the best SEC team. But really? I feel like Kentucky will overcome that halfway through the SEC slate. Right Which now they're getting Vandy by 20.
0: Okay, sure. I, I agree. I actually do agree. So you think they're the best and Kentucky's the second best and then Tennessee would be third?
1: Uh, yeah, we would go that way. And, I don't and, think Tennessee's that all that in a bag of chips, though.
0: I think Ole Miss is pretty good, but I I, I think that Alabama actually is better than Ole Miss. I, I think, think Ole Al- Miss is a fraud, though. Yeah, me too. Uh, I think Alabama's really good this year. So we have number 13 Auburn at Alabama, and we all have Auburn. So that is our 10th game. Um, any, any thoughts about that game, or any thoughts just other ways, guys? Or do are you, are you guys ready to end it off? I think we're
1: good. The iron ball of basketball. What would you say? The iron ball of basketball.
0: Oh yeah, you're right. Auburn Alabama Iron Bowl. Good podcast today. I'd rate it a solid uh 5 out of 10. We can do better. Um, but with that said, I want to thank everyone out everyone out there, you know, who's listening for showing up to the podcast, listening all the way through. You guys are some real ones. Um that being said, you can follow our social media's. Uh, pretty much the show wild cards on Instagram. There's a link tree you can find everything. Um, and with that being said, hey,
1: uh, hold on before hold on before we go before we go. Yeah. I want everybody listening right now to Comment below or get in touch with us about who you'd want to see on the podcast as a guest. Uh, We lately us guys have been in discussion about bringing guests on. Uh, We 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 do want to see one. We'd like to get a high end coach to get on here, but you know it's kind of it's kind of hard to do that. You know, as a podcast starting out with not many numbers and things like that. But um, we'll we'll definitely reach out to anybody that you recommend toward that to to us, and we're going to reach out to a lot of people see who would uh be willing to come on and talk about their season and things like that so if you guys have any suggestions just let us know
0: for sure and very last thing because that made me think of something um sorry sorry for dragging this out um in about two weeks it will be our one year anniversary or three oh weeks february 1st or 2nd was our very first podcast i'm pretty sure um wow. first yeah february 1st thank you brandon um so yeah, that that's pretty important. That's pretty special. It was the day after the Super Bowl, I'm pretty sure, right? Or was it the day before? It, I don't remember. Pretty sure it was the
2: day after. It, like, was, it the was the day like after. after.
0: Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, just want to throw it out there. We're not, you know, such a young podcast anymore. I think we're we're, we're getting up there. Um. But yeah, appreciate you all of you. Um, for showing out for this today's podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Coleman Madlin. I'm joined here today with
1: Joshua Sykes and
0: Brandon
2: Horky. Signing out. Thanks, guys. Peace. Peace.